The Valkyrie Cycle, a Monster Hearts 2 actual play podcast by Midnight Ceremonies Media. Episode 3, An Unleashing. Hello, I'm Zola, and I'm one of the editors for The Valkyrie Cycle. I edited the episode you're about to listen to, and I'm so excited to share it with you. Before we begin the episode, a few reminders. If you're tweeting or posting about the show online, please use hashtag TheValkyrieCycle or hashtag TVC spoilers to tag your content and to help us see anything you'd like to share with us. You can follow our official account at MidnightCMedia on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for updates and additional information about the show and more. Finally, a warning that this season deals with heavy themes including recurring and intense depictions of generational trauma, internalized homophobia, violence, and inter-party conflict. For episode-specific content warnings, please check the episode description or visit our website at midnightceremoniesmedia.com. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy episode 3 of The Valkyrie Cycle and Unleashing. So, here we are now. The camera pans down from our opening credits to the Stricciante home, where the teenagers of Thornridge have gathered for a night of revelry. However, amidst the drinking and smoking and making out and gossiping, Eden, Starfire, Lucian, and Cassie are all caught up in a situation that seems that seems like it's about to go sideways. To sort of set the scene, after... Sylvia, Stephanie, and Caleb's very, well, after Stephanie and Caleb's very public breakup, Stephanie followed Sylvia up the stairs to her room. Starfire and uh, Eden followed pretty much directly after her. Um, So at the moment, Eden and Starfire are climbing the stairs. You reach the top just in time to see Stephanie walk into Sylvia's room and close the door behind her. We probably have a second. Mm-hmm. Where do we go? Uh, I bet they're in the fucking door with like 15 locks, so I'm gonna guess there's, there. There's a door with 15 locks? Well, not anymore. It looks like Lucian unscrewed the hinges because this is a this ah! thing. He read it in a book somewhere and then he was like, man, I gotta fucking try this. So. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, okay. You guys are crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, uh, let's just. Can you stand guard? Yeah. Okay, I'll be back. I'm gonna walk over to the door. At this point, like Lucian and Cass, you guys were on your way out. Um, like once you had finished taking pictures and everything. So as you're walking over Starfire, that you see that like the door starts to get like pulled back from like the wrong direction. Um, and uh, Lucian and Cassie, um, you're there on your way out. I think Lucian's just like, yeah, no, we're getting out. We're getting the fuck out. Uh, and tries to hurry as quickly as possible to get out and put them, put them, actually, no, fuck it. Doesn't put the hinges on. Just leaves. <laughs> oh, Catherine, question. Mm-hmm. When I walk up, do I notice the cross necklace on the ground? Hmm. Probably not. It's small. It's do like sort of part, part, part of the way under the door. Okay. Uh, Do I I'll notice leave. it's missing? No, you're in a hurry. You just saw some really freaky shit in the snake altar room. 
I'll lean my back against the door so I could feasibly just, or not against the door, like against a wall next to the door so I could feasibly just, you know, be there and say quietly over my shoulder, Lucian, Cassie, get the fuck out. We get, I get the fuck out. Already? Can um, I try? I was, so I don't know how this is going to go, but I was, my next intention was to try to find Caesar at the party. So, well, okay. The two of you leave the room. You leave the creepy snake room. What do you, what do you, all four of you do next? Because you're all there in a hallway together. Like Lucian and, and Cassie, you walk out of the creepy snake room and into the hallway and you see, uh, you see, Starfire there and leaning against the wall and you see Eden sort of like being lookout like at the top of the stairs. Yeah, pretty much leaning on I don't know is there a railing? Yeah there's a there banister. Might, yeah yeah uh, Eden's definitely leaning on a banister. I think Lucian sort of like then is like well that's done and uh, I have other business to attend to at this party so I'm gonna go do that if that's all right with everyone. Yeah we can talk later. Okay. All right. See you fuckers later. And then he walks away. Christ. Wait, we should probably get off of the upstairs floor. Should, yeah. That's, yeah. Um... yeah let's... Mm-hmm. Downstairs. Downstairs. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, three of you head downstairs. Um, what do you all do? I'm trying. I'm trying to find Caesar. If I, if I, I'd be. Um asking around if i maybe if, I, if caleb was in i'd ask him if he knew where caleb is not here you don't um you were not privy actually to what just happened so you go downstairs and you don't see sylvia stephanie caleb or caesar like after you know like five-ish minutes of like looking around the house sort of wandering around um what about uh starfire eden and cassie as we're walking down the stairs, I think Starfire will like kind of fall in next to Cassie and be like, all right, so uh, just so you're updated, uh, our friend Chaplin and Caleb uh, Gray just had a very public breakup and you are very right about Stephanie, the, the witch thing. She did the... Yeah. Seemed- strong too yeah she's in sylvia's room right now cassie like casts a glance back like upstairs and then looks back to starfire all right that's um did you see the pictures that we sent did you yeah yeah yeah. we should we'll find alicia later we'll talk it'll be good okay we should probably just you know act normal for a while okay um, she'll like pat Starfire's shoulder and then like go towards Eden. Right before Cassie leaves, Starfire will lower her voice a little bit and say, "Your partner's pretty cool." Sorry, I wasn't nicer about that. It's okay. Eden, when you went down the stairs and like rejoined the party, where did you uh, go? Um, I think Eden was kind of just like a little bit in front of them so once she made her way down the steps she would have just like waited a little bit at the bottom of the stairs she okay. also wanted to talk to Cassie Cassie like 
steps up to Eden and looks down. Hi. Hey, Misio. <laughs> Cassie, like, reaches forward and, like, slips an arm around their shoulders. Were you... How's the, is the party okay so far? Definitely eventful. Uh, I'm just trying to wrap my head around all of this. Are you sure you're good? Yeah, we just had, we got curious, so we just wanted to look around. Kind of a weird thing to have a room with like a shit ton of locks, you know? I still don't know if my first instinct would be to walk into that kind of room, though. Uh, you know, if it, if it has locks on there, it's probably for a reason. Mm, what are locks for, if not to break through them? You know? I... I don't know. I could never. That's I don't know how you... I don't know how you do it. You get... You three... You seem in over your heads a little bit. Mm. We handled that pretty well, I think. Yeah, that was... It went fine. I mean, it ended up fine, but... I don't know. <laughs> you kind of did need my help. <laughs> so, it may, not, it may have not all been fine. Well, then it's good you were here. Right? <laughs> I guess probably not good for cha chaplain that I was here. Maybe. Uh, I have a feeling that was going to fall apart pretty fast anyways. You want a drink? Yes. Uh, I think Chris was holding on to mine. Uh, yes. I'll get a new one. It's fine. Um, the two of you go to like um get a drink from you know like sort of the main room where people are heading are like hanging around and like listening to music and um you Eden you actually noticed that um uh your friend Justin is um chatting up Amber Wheeler who has made her way to the party and um she uh Amber Wheeler is um sort of blonde um freckled uh, she's kind of a little on like the taller side and very like sort of stocky um, and uh, she's got like an oversized like pink sweater with like a heart cut out um, in like the chest and uh, like dark leggings and um, she and Justin are like sort of like leaned up against a corner like chatting and like talking and she's kind of like laughing at like things that he's saying. He's very, Justin is very like expressive with his arms. Um, and so he's like getting really into something and she's like, you know, talking and seems like engaged. Yeah, I know who Amber Wheeler is. Uh, I'm not gonna approach them. They seem to be, uh, they seem to be hitting it off. Yeah, they're having a good time. Uh, the two of you go grab a drink. Um, I, will, I will keep like, I will keep an eye mm -hmm. if Stephanie walks out and potentially if if Stephanie walks out and makes her way over to the two of them, then Eden will intervene, but nothing yet. Starfire, where did you go? Did you go anywhere in particular? No. I'm just <laughs> there. 
but you know, smooth, charismatically mm-hmm. there. Just I don't know. I'm. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. About are it. you like? Are you are you like talking to anybody or just sort of like no. hanging around in the corner? I okay. I yeah, probably just got a drink, sitting in a, standing in a corner somewhere. Cool. I don't know. Loosely keeping eyes on like where Lucian and Cassie are, but just hanging out. Yeah, you see like Lucian sort of going in and out of rooms, like looking around for somebody. Um, Can I like call Caesar? Karina, does Caesar have his phone on him? Yeah. Okay. Um, You call Caesar and it rings for a bit and, and like goes to voicemail. Uh, and as you, like, you've been looking around for, like, a couple of minutes, like, looking around and now and then calling him, and so as, you know, the, the like, automated, like, voice comes on, um, you see, you hear a door open um, at the top of the stairs, and you see Sylvia walk out with a snake on her shoulders. Um, what's, what's, diff- what's Sylvia's vibe right now? Um, how, how do they look? Um, they're not really looking happy. I feel like normally her face is kind of deadpan-ish. Um, today, or right now, it is more in like a glare frown and just like very focused at the other end of the hall. Where's Sylvia heading? She is heading to the altar room. You walk uh, over to the altar room and I mean, immediately you notice that there are no fucking hinges on the store. <laughs> Which is weird. You didn't take those off. Can I sleepwalk? What? <laughs> um, oh my god. Sylvia is going to like open the door and look around and see if anything else is out of place you i mean you do you take do you like open it via the locks because then the door will just like fall on you because no we're pushing through (laughs) (laughs) um okay yeah you open the door and um you look around um like inside the room um flip the lights on there's nothing out of place nothing's been moved there's like no disturbances or anything. Okay. Is there anything? Do you think in looking around she'd notice the necklace? Um, do you do you ever go to leave? Yeah, I think she's gonna Okay, so she always has like a pocket knife. What is that called? A Swiss a Army knife? knife? <laughs> yeah, like a Swiss Army knife. Okay. It's like a yeah, but they have tools on them. It's not just a knife. She has like a multi-purpose one. So she's gonna like go to leave and put the hinges back on the door. <laughs> okay, yeah. As you do that, you definitely see like just like a little like at first it's just like a little glint that catches your eye. Um, like you know when when there's like a nail or like a needle stuck in like a carpet um, and you turn and look and um, a very delicate like gold chain um, with a cross on it Sylvia's gonna grab that and put it in their pocket for now 
Um, and then when they're done putting the hinges on the door, they still have Regina and the two of them are gonna head downstairs carrying the cross necklace. Question, when mm-hmm. Lucian arrived at the party, was he wearing the cross necklace in the middle? Um, yeah, but it would have been with like a lot of the other chains. So yeah, okay. I mean. But also you've seen Lucian around and he wears, he likes to wear black turtlenecks and um, the gold chain, like the gold cross necklace really stands out against those. Yeah, so Sylvia's so gonna walk downstairs with Regina looking for Lucian. Lucian, you had like a couple of minutes in between seeing Sylvia come out of the room and her coming out of the altar room. Um, what do you do in that time? If Sylvia's like, oh God. Sylvia's coming after me. I'm down. I probably go outside to like smoke <laughs> and try and get away. Yeah, you do you do head out like to the back where people are smoking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You head out to like the back porch. Um, it's like, you know, it's still cold out. So you like walk out and like the freezing, like night air hits you. Um, you see that like, I don't know how well you know Alex Kennedy, <laughs> but he's out there. Um, um, yeah, Alex and um, a familiar face. Uh, Alex and Luna are out there smoking and like sharing a joint together. And Alex sort of like gives you a nod as you walk out. Luna gives you a glare. I think Lucian um, probably gives, doesn't give Alex a nod back. He just looks at Luna and then takes out his pen and then hits it while staring at Luna. Sort of in a way that's like, do something. Um, but he's not like that invested in it. He's just, this is, it's a continuation of other things that have been happening for a while. There's no, no further provocation than there's been. Um, okay. And, oh God. Yeah, is there no one else out here? Is, is Cora still inside, I assume? Yeah, Cora's like inside. Um, I don't know what she would be doing. She's probably just like, maybe making conversation with like some other like sport person or like uh, like there's probably another member of the softball team here that she's just like hanging out talking to is so, caleb outside no you don't see caleb okay is still sylvia still following me <laughs> well you went outside sylvia came down the stairs um with the snake and sylvia you don't see lucian anywhere in the house but um you do know there are people outside yeah, Sylvia's probably gonna be like walking through the house, doing a scan in every room. And we'll probably start heading outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Hi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Surfer and also other people are standing and, you know, loosely paying attention to things. Do we notice Sylvia with a python or whatever? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody oh. sees that. And there are some people who are a little freaked out and some people who think it's like fucking killer. Um, but it's just kind of like mixed reactions. But everyone's Get just like... This yeah this is like you know this is sylvia's house it's her party you know if they've got a snake 
they've got a snake. <laughs> so <laughs> they've got a snake. They've got a snake. <laughs> Do we notice Sylvia's? I don't know pattern. <laughs> like um, purpose. You see that they're. You see that they're walking around, like clearly, like scanning rooms. Probably looking for someone. I'm gonna text the chosen squad group chat. Uh, just a heads up, Sylvia's walking around has a fucking snake on her shoulders. Uh, Lucian, after getting that text, is just gonna say, "Got it." <laughs> Starfire just shakes her head. Oh, God. Um. Meanwhile, Stephanie, you've been left upstairs in Sylvia's room. What do you do after they leave? Is there a mirror in Sylvia's room? Probably. Yeah. So Stephanie goes, she's alone. And she goes in the goes over to look at herself in the mirror. And I think her eyes are still red. Her irises are still red. She's still in her darkest self. She kind of goes over, she looks at herself, just trying to make sure that um, her makeup and, and everything is still perfect. And she sees that her eyes are red. And she, I don't think she has her pair of sunglasses on her cause she, her bag is downstairs, but so she'll look is if, if, Sylvia has something she she wants to hide this because she can be a bitch but she can't be a monster um yeah you you've been at Sylvia's house very frequently you know her room very well um and you can dig around like in their dresser and like find like an old pair of um sunglasses she'll put them on and then she'll feel the necklace that's still on she's still wearing and then her bracelet and she pulls both of them off and she goes back out into the party yeah you go downstairs you walk into like you know sort of the main room where the party's going so that people start to like you know glance over at you as you walk in but honestly like for once people seem to be like pretty sympathetic um it's just kind of you know like your boyfriend cheated on you and you just found out like 10 minutes ago so like people actually seem it's not like you know it's not really like pity but it's kind of just like, oh, you know, she's having a rough night kind of thing. Um, Stephanie basks in that. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you walk into like the main party room. What do you what do you do? Do you like look around? Or are you heading for the bar? She wants to see how people are reacting, so she'll she'll kind of look she'll just kind of mm, casually maybe walk between rooms just seeing what people are doing and she knows caesar's here right mm -hmm. then i think she'll also kind of start looking for him 
because she was going to stay the night and she can't stay the night anymore. So she's going to need a ride home. You walk around, looking around. Um, you see, um, you know, people from school, people from the cheerleading team. You see that like Penny is um, like drinking and like talking with um, like some some guy from like uh, the basketball team. Um, you see, um, you probably see like Cassie and Eden talking, standing pretty close together. Cassie at this point would probably have her chin on top of Eden's head and is just like scrolling through her phone. Not really paying attention around. Looks at the text, Starfire's sent, you know. Stephanie's going to avoid them. You also see, um, you know, you don't remember inviting Amber Wheeler. You actually don't know who did, but she is here. She, look, she looks like she's having a really good time. You walk in the room, she doesn't even glance at you. Um, too taken in by, like, this pretty tall, like, I mean, you, you know of Justin. Like, he's tall, hot, kind of in, like, a nerdy kind of way. Um, and they're talking, and they look like they're having a really good time. And Amber looks very happy being basked in affection. Oh, oh. Mm, I know you're baiting me. (laughs) (laughs) Baiting me too, god damn it. I think it was also baited, (laughs) Catherine. Oh God. Amber's having a good night. Of all the people having a good night right now, it has to be fucking Amber. Okay. What did she ever do to you? She's blonde. That's it. That's all she ever did. <laughs> That's really why Stephanie hates all of us. <laughs> She's bad at cheer. Um. Okay. Can I? Can I walk over? Absolutely. Absolutely you can do that. And Eden's doing his best to listen. Can I walk over and kind of like kind of like walk up to Amber and do that like she's gonna touch her arm in just like a very like comforting like way and just be like in stage whisper so that, you know, Justin can hear and just be like, Amber, honey, I think you got a little something. Uh, You might want to cover that up. And in looking into her eyes and telling her that, can I cast Wither on her? Yes. Okay. Five plus three plus two, ten. Okay. And um, I want to give her just like slowly, like it's gonna be a slow process of basically she gets one pimple on her chin. And if she goes and leaves in the bathroom, it's just gonna slowly, like, slowly start spreading. It's just gonna be like. It starts as acne, and then it's just going to get worse. I want you to 
Oh my god. <laughs> this is like a fucking nightmare. This is <laughs> maybe like every high school teenager's worst worst fucking nightmare. She like at first like when you say that, um Amber like looks over at you and kind of and like looks kind of confused and um like like puts a hand up to her face to like feel and she can like feel like a pimple there where like it wasn't and her eyes like go wide and she like pulls out her phone really quick to like check with like the front facing camera um and just like sort of immediately like puts her whole hand up to like cover it and it's like and like looks over at, at Justin is like I- I- I'm gonna go uh, run to the bathroom I'll be like right back um, and and heads out. Nai, as this is going on, and I see this, mm-hmm. I'm going to make eye contact with Eli, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tap Cassie on the knee, and just like nod towards Stephanie. Yeah, Cassie draws his attention away from his phone, looks over at Stephanie. Um. And I motion for Eli to come over here. And I think I'm going to make my way over to Stephanie after Amber leaves. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you, so do you want Eli to like stay where you were or go with you? Go with me. Okay. Oh yeah. They're there. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting the click together. I'm scared now. The three of you walk over towards Stephanie. Um, I think Starfire, you probably noticed that happen. And Sylvia, you are sort of like wandering around with your snake looking for Lucian and um, you find him out on the porch smoking with like a couple other people um, while he's vaping. Uh, (laughs) uh, Everyone else is smoking. She just um, looks over. Does Sylvia say anything to him? Yeah. <laughs> Sylvia walks outside with Regina, sees Lucian. You can feel like Regina's, like you can, you can feel like her like muscles sort of contracting on your um, shoulder as like you step out into the cold. Uh, she's not like that. Yeah. Um, Sylvia's gonna walk up to Lucian and like take the hand that's kind of like holding Regina's head and just sort of like move Regina's head closer to Lucian's face and then just go what the fuck are you are you missing something I don't believe I am Hmm. you have something you want to give me she's gonna like scan down his chest I see Maybe you've rejected the church seeing as you're not wearing your cross? Lucian probably checks to see if he doesn't have his cross necklace and is like, yeah, not rejecting the church anytime soon. Um, did you steal my fucking necklace? No. But you broke into my room. At that, I think Lucian just sort of like, because the snake's in his face. I think he just sort of like, Stands up a bit taller. Maybe crosses I, his arms a little bit. 
Do you think you should maybe roll to keep your cool with that? <laughs> I can if you want me to. Um, um, okay, sure. I'll roll. Well, I rolled two fives. Let's see what my cold is. Nice. I believe it's minus one, so it's a nine. So it's still a success, yeah. but this will make a six not. Yeah. Um, on a seven to nine, the MC will tell you how your actions would leave you vulnerable, and you can choose to back down or go through with it. I will say, as you, as Sylvia has, you know, their snake in your face and clearly knows what the fuck is going on, um, there's kind of like a couple of options here. And it's, you know, you can try to deny it, but it does seem like she knows. You can own up to it, and that would maybe cause some problems but if you own up to it it seems like only she she only suspects you not your friends (sighs) okay all right i think lucian probably takes a breath in and then it's like i'm gonna be straight with you sylvia um things, things have been happening recently and uh, I just wanted a place to be more private with myself for a moment. And I'm, uh, I'm sorry if my need for privacy may have uh, affected you in some way, but I assure you I didn't touch anything or do anything. It was mostly just wanting to get away, I suppose. I think he sort of like leans in closer and like doesn't really like if anything like pulls his like neck back if the snake is here. So your excuse is that you needed to be alone. So you took the hinges off a door and there are lots of rooms unlocked. It sounds like a lot of bullshit to me. Well, I imagine you're used to dealing with a lot of bullshit from people, aren't you? I imagine it's, I mean, that's the funny thing is you accept lies from a lot of other people, but when I lie to you, you seem uncomfortable with that concept. Where's Stephanie? Who fucking cares about Stephanie? (laughs) Well, I certainly don't care about Chaplin. I thought you did. But you two are pretty close. Yeah. See, I know what it's like to be someone else's guard dog. And uh, sometimes it's, um, the leash can get a bit tight. And I know what that feels like. So are you a guard dog? No one's fucking guard dog. And right now, I want you gone. I want you to take your stupid little friends with you. My stupid little friends didn't do shit. I can leave. That's fine. Yeah. I think I... if you ask my stupid little friends um, uh, any questions, if you have issues with your uh, keeper, um, I'm sure they could help you out. I know Cassie's in there. No stars in there. I mean, hey, fuck even Eden. 
pretty sure actually every single person in that party has some beef with Chaplin. So, uh, if you ever wanted anything. And I think Lucian then, like, holds out his hand, like, uh, pretty close to Sylvia and is like, can I have my, uh, necklace back? I don't have your necklace. You don't have it? No. You should really keep closer watch on things you care about. You never know when something might happen to them. Lucian gets real close and sort of leans into the other side of Sylvia's ear. He sort of like breathes in and out. He says, when you're ready to finally snap the leash, call me. And then he walks away probably into the woods to get away because that's he's not he just wants to fuck off okay well i do need you both to roll to shut each other down i didn't want to interrupt but (laughs) oh my god we're having so many of these (laughs) i got 11 yeah no i failed that was a that's three i rolled a four minus one okay Sylvia, what you get, um, okay. So when you uh, shut someone down, uh, on a 10 and up, choose one from below. If they lose a string on you, if they have no strings on you, gain one on them, they gain a condition or you take one forward. No, we're gonna give Lucian the condition snake food. We're just gonna Alrighty. add them to the list. All right, daddy's food, daddy's boy <laughs> snake food. That's real fun for me. Well, you have prey still, so, you know. And also- because of your failed role, Lucian. Yeah. Um, oh God. Sylvia, you notice as Lucian's talking, and then as he's walking away, um, he's got a big mouth and a brave face, and you see right through both. There's a little shake to his hand, twitch to his eye, and um, he is nervous about something. And he saw the room and he's nervous. So Lucian's definitely seems potentially freaked out by Sylvia's family. Um, I mean, here's what I'll say. Anyone would be pretty freaked out by that. To be honest, like the uninitiated walking into like a sort of snake altar room. Um, it's not that, like, it's not just like the surprise and like the weirdness of it. It does seem like there is more. This isn't just, oh, I saw like the freaky snake altar. It's like, I saw the freaky snake altar and it meant something to me. Interesting. I, I think also it was like, after that particular last bit from a, Oh God, I almost said Victoria. (laughs) (laughs) And Sylvia. Uh, As he walks away, I think Lucian, because of the thing about people you care about, tries to get his phone out and tries to call Caesar again, very hurriedly. And if it goes to voicemail again, he's going to be like, swear to God, dude, this isn't fucking funny anymore. Where the fuck are you? What a good segue. We cut back. 
a little bit in time, like 10, 15 minutes before that just happened. Caesar, you are sort of in the woods, crouched next to a tree, and having like, a, like just allowing yourself to have a little bit of a breakdown. Um, just while you're here, you're alone. And then you hear like a twig snap from behind you. Do you turn and look? Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you turn and look and um, it, there's sort of like, you know, the forest has like this very weird glow when there's snow on the ground. Um, like just this very eerie, almost dark twilight. And in between the trees, sort of out of like this half gloom, is Parson walking towards you. Sort of look kind of like they're limping a little bit. Um, and as you know, they get closer, you can hear the sort of like drag of their feet through the snow. They don't seem very dressed for the weather in like a sort of like ragged t-shirt and like hiking shorts. And they're moving kind of slowly. Oh my god. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, this is weird. So do I get like a supernatural sense from this? Or is it just like a weird person? From what, from, like looking at this person, like walk, sort of like stumbling towards you, seems like just a person, like from where you are. You can gaze into the abyss if you want more information. Yeah, I want to do that. Okay, I'm gonna roll. My dark is not good, but it's, oh no, my dice. Hey, I rolled two lines, so. Yeah, no one can help you with that. Fuck. This is like a weird part. Like, this is weird. This is weird. But I mean, it's not supernatural. It's just like some weirdo in the woods. Maybe they got lost. And they're just coming towards like the first light that they found. Can I grab my knife and then start to back away from the trees and back towards the house? Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. As you start moving, you see that the person has sort of had their face like tilted towards the ground. And as you like get up and move, you see that inhumanly fast, it looks up at you and you see that it has like this like this person is not alive you see that they have like this cold deathly white skin and their face you can see that the skin is sort of like like melting but frozen off and beneath you can see like this cold petrified flesh and in their eyes they don't have eyes they just have these two burning 
points of white light that follow you. And it sort of like opens its mouth and you just hear a low hiss, like snow falling. Fuck. Um, duh, duh, yeah, I'm gonna run. Um, yeah, roll to run away. Oh, my volatile is bad too. <laughs> and I have a negative one volatile. Um, Fuck. You are terrified and you start backing away and like start trying to run and you, the whole ground, like the ground is covered in snow and you trip over a tree root hidden underneath the white dust and in a flash, like this thing was like shambling and you stumble backwards and fall into the cold and you, you know, start to like, you know, get up on your hands and like try to get back up and it's there standing over you. It's like cold limbs. And you see like, once it's like closer to you, it has like, it's, it's clothing is like, Frozen. Everything about it is cold and ice, and it's standing over you. It's like eyes, burning white eyes, looking down, and it has like these arms, and it, its arms are like covered in like this cold, like red, petrified flesh, and you can see that like it's on its hands, it's all melted away, and it's just bone. And it reaches out to like grab the back of your jacket. Uh, shit, fuck. Uh, can I roll the lash out? I guess. Yeah. What are you like gonna try and like swing at it with your knife or? Yeah, yeah. Do that. They, the, like, they like show you in like self defense videos where you like stab backwards. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go to roll. Roll to lash out physically. You got it. You got it. I believe you got it. Come on. <laughs> I do not got it. You have to believe you got it. <laughs> it's a five. It's a minus one. It's a four. Why do I roll like shit with Caesar? I rolled so good. I rolled so good with Eva. What the fuck? Well, make sure you're marking all of that experience. Okay. And you've taken a self-defense class and you are struggling to like remember the things that they told you and you get your knife and you swing it backwards and all these like tips and tricks like the the you know like move make sure that they can't get a good grip on you all of it flees your mind as you try to stab back and you feel that your the blade of your knife gets purchased and it doesn't hurt it at all and instead you feel the cold skeletal grasp of a terrifying cold hand wrap around your wrist and wrench you up to your feet and uh, you take one harm. And you can like feel, it like pulls you up and it's honestly like it's, it's taller than you and it's holding you by your wrist and you can feel your feet start to leave the ground as it lifts you up and very close to its face 
and you can see that just cold, like a cold wind blows out of its mouth, and it opens its jaw wider, and then, like before it can do anything, you can feel your heart pounding so loud you can hardly hear anything. Not that there's anything to hear. And in like sort of like a blur, you see that there something dark runs up to you and like grabs like the back of this thing and drags it backwards and like the arm is still attached to your hand. Like it's still like clutching your arm and it the arm is just fucking ripped off. And you collapse backwards into the snow, like this skeletal zombie hand clenched down on your wrist. And you see, you like scramble back and you see that there is a wolf, jet black, that is tearing into this zombie and ripping it to shreds. This might be like a big stretch, but is there like anything about the wolf mannerisms that seem familiar. <laughs> um, you can roll to gaze into the abyss if you would like. Sure. <laughs> was it another fail? Karina, what was it? The six, and I have a negative one dark, so. Oh my god. You, like, are, it's, it's terrifying. This is maybe one of the most terrifying things that's happened to you. Maybe ever, but certainly in the last, like, 15 minutes the wolf is not that big it's like normal wolf sized and you can't even like it's not even looking at you it has like pulled the zombie off of you and it is just like tearing at its neck trying to like separate the head from the body and you can't see its eyes you can't see its face you just hear the sound and you see the wolf's outline it is because it is so dark and it is so like it's so gloomy here that the wolf's fur just sort of like soaks in the light and you can't make out any features just a silhouette can't, oh, i don't know if this account is running away because i don't want to roll that. <laughs> <laughs> I back away if i have to roll for that I yeah will. i mean yeah yeah uh, rolled a row Fuck! <laughs> you can't have four failures in a row. I believe in you. No. No, no fucking no. way. I rolled a five. That's insane. Wow. <laughs> okay. Here's what happens. You start to back away. And you hear like a crunch like ice cracking apart and you see that the wolf has wrenched the head of this creature off of its body and on the ground in front of you where you like pulled its hand from its like detached arm from your wrist you see that it just like impossibly its body turns to ice and breaks apart. And 
you see that the wolf rears its head back and turns to look at you with these bright, reflective, almost glowing yellow eyes. And you start to back away and you bump into a person behind you. And you hear a very familiar voice um, of Luna Hanlon just going, Caesar, okay, you're fine. Don't freak out. Are you okay? No. Fuck. What? No, um, I'm not okay. Okay. Um, listen, listen. Um, can you just, uh, let's go and let's. You should get out of here. You should get the I've fuck out of here. I've been trying to. Okay, well. You see that she looks like over your shoulder at the wolf still standing there. And she looks over at it and says, You two, get the fuck out of here. And you see its like ears flatten back against its head and it like sort of whines a little bit and heads off into the forest. Can we go to my car? I can we talk? What was Yeah, okay, yes, we can talk. Not here. Um yeah. let's fucking go. Um the two of you like she is sort of just kind of like shepherding you along um back outside like out of the tree line um and uh Lucian you are like sort of stepping out of the gate of the house of like the the house's backyard when you see Luna and Caesar stepping out of the trees do I see that Caesar looks very distressed at the moment? I mean, probably. Does Caesar look distressed at the moment? Mmm, yeah. Okay. Caesar? Illusion? He just, like, death glares at Luna. I would appreciate it if you would get the fuck away from my friend, please. You see that she laughs? Was... <laughs> Your friend? Nice, Aster. Get the fuck out of here. He starts walking up to Luna Hamlin. <laughs> I want to step between them. Okay. You just step between them? Do you do anything? Yeah, I'm gonna say, I don't know why you're out here, or why you're acting like this. I think you need to go. I don't think I need to go, actually. Maybe you should <laughs> fucking listen to him, Aster. I think he completely ignores her and turns to Caesar and says, did she do anything to you? No. He's struggling a lot to stay calm, and I think he's- he... Roll to keep your cool. This is going bad. That's a three. We can't roll for shit! Holy shit, y'all! You see the two of them you see caesar defending luna but like that doesn't click in your head you just saw caesar and luna walk out of the woods and caesar is shaking he has seen something something terrible has happened and you know it and you see her standing there with this smug look on her face egging you on and you know that she did something you know that she did and you can feel the anger and the worry and 
the power under your skin. I think although there's a little bit of like a roll in Lucian's spine. Sort of expresses like a bit of a growl and then just sort of like grabs Caesar's hand if he can. Looks yeah. at him in the deeply in the eyes and says, I know I've done fuck all to earn your trust, but please, in this moment, trust me. We have to go. And then he's gonna try and rock, walk away with with Caesar. Caesar does not let him. Okay. <sighs> he, he stays there. He doesn't go with Lucian. Yeah. Lucian stands there, still holding on to Caesar's hand. And then I think, what's Luna doing? She's still just standing there. She's just watching you. She sees that. Caesar's playing at his feet and isn't moving and she just stares you down and says in a low voice not so easy to keep control is it Aster um I think Lucian Aster is gonna try and punch Luna Hamlin in the face roll the lash out physically <laughs> can I get plus one to this because of the werewolf sex move because I believe I'm defending Caesar <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. That's 10. Fuck! Is she injured at all, perchance? No. Okay, Fuck also, no. if I've harmed someone, I get another string on Luna Hanlon just because of my mood. Okay. So I'm gonna take yeah. One. So on a 10 and up, you deal them harm and they choke up momentarily before they can react. You deck Luna in the fucking face. And she like stumbles back and you can see that like, it's already starting to like swell. And you're, I would say that Lucian, you're not maybe in your right mind, not paying attention to all the details, but Caesar, you notice this. Lucian is shaking. He is out of control. Luna is fully in control. She's been punched in the face. She is totally put together. She's pissed as hell. She's got her shit together. Lucian stands over. I swear to God, if you touch any one of my friends ever fucking again, I don't care. I will kill you. I don't give a fuck. Go ahead. Daddy's boy, try. Try. Oh god. <laughs> Can I like grab Lucian by like the back of like the shirt or jacket or whatever the fuck he's wearing and like try to like get him away from Luna? Yeah, totally. Yeah. You just like grab the back of his shirt and pull him back. That's a lightweight guy. You can definitely do that. Yeah, I'm gonna like gang him back and be like, Lucian, I don't know. What the fuck is going on? If this is your way of getting me to trust you, it is not working. Lucian is absolutely shaking. I think if anything, he's trying to get in front of Caesar and not be in, not let Luna have any like direct line uh, to him. I think he's he like like 
puts in because he's oh he's technically taller than Caesar, but not by much. And I think he's just like you don't understand you don't understand what she is. You don't understand what she's done to people. You don't Why should I care? Why should you care? Because she saved me. I think you see guilt. Just like and just just tired anger emotion. And then I, is Luna still on the ground? No, she stood up. Okay. Uh, fuck. All right. Well, she just looks at Caesar. I don't know what's going on with you and Luna, but I need to talk to her. And you're, I don't know, macho bullshit can wait. I think Lucian takes a step back. Yeah. Yeah, probably can. And I think he looks at Luna Hamlin one more time with a promise in his eyes. Doesn't say anything, but you know. She'll be waiting. He looks with Caesar one last time. And the what he'd rehearsed in his head for what he was gonna say, playing over and over and over and over again. How he was gonna ask him. He was gonna say it in front of everyone. Yeah. Well, sometimes people don't get saved. So, I guess you're kind of lucky that way. And then Lucian walks away. I think he's heading. God. He wants to just go back to his car. Fuck, we were going back to my car. Well, um, we will resolve that in a second. Back inside the house. So Sylvia and Lucian had like been having their conversation when like they, you know, they were deep into it when Luna sort of like put out the joint and walked off. And then Sylvia, did you head back inside? Yes. Okay. So everyone is sort of converging in the main room as Starfire leaned up against the wall with the solo cup watches and Sylvia comes into the room just in time to see Eden and her significant other and her two friends um, well was actually let's clarify question was Chris invited to this little click showdown or no <laughs> We would have come with <laughs> okay yeah so eden and eli and chris and cassie approach stephanie where she's standing like next to justin like he's already there amber runs off and stephanie just gives justin a smile enjoying the party he looks at you and says um well i was i'm sure amber will be back sometime soon we can continue whatever was going on here. He sort of just narrows his eyes and like then looks over your shoulder and like sees Eden and the gang pulling up. Eden just walks up, gently 
places a hand on Stephanie's shoulder, turns her around, just says, Stephanie, darling, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Stephanie will shake that hand off and go, nothing. What do you think I'm doing? You know, just because you're having a bad night doesn't mean you have to go and fucking ruin someone else's. Why do you think I ruined someone's night? I don't know. You, without anything, just walk up to Amber. A few seconds later, she runs off. I know, I know your history with her. What history? Everything I've told her has been the truth. Oh, yeah, the truth from the cheer captain. How funny. That is what I am. And what are you, Eden Grace? What have you ever done? Oh, I don't know. I've made friends. I've made a bunch of steps towards my career. But I don't think I am any I'm, I'm of any importance right now. You're never of importance. Hmm. Can I shut her down? Yes, please, please. I want um, to roll as well. <laughs> uh, what are you rolling to do? Uh, uh, to like also shut Stephanie yeah. down? Okay. Yeah. Now, God damn. I that's okay. cold, correct? Cause my yep. cold's bad. <sighs> okay. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I rolled a f- four minus one, so I don't even think anything I can do to make can make that. I rolled. Yeah. I rolled a seven plus one. Okay. So, uh, Stephanie, you fail. Mark your experience. Eden, on a seven to nine, choose one from below, but you come across poorly, and they give you a condition in return. Do you have any, you get a plus one from just your cold, right? Um, yes. You also get a plus one from your gang because they're here right now. Oh, like shit. Sort of supporting you. So that, that, that would be a like nine. A nine. Do you have any strings to spend on Stephanie? Uh, no. I think during this whole conversation, Steph- uh, Cassie doesn't say anything. She leans back against the nearest wall and it's just watching stephanie can i give one of my strings on stephanie to quinn to make that a full success oh yes absolutely you can so instead you just choose one from below does stephanie have a string on me or is it a sympathetic token i have a token i don't have a string i can't i can't remove that i don't think um i would allow you to gain a string on stephanie though since yeah, the sympathetic token is different. Okay. Yeah, I would get a string on on Stephanie. Yeah, you say that line about having friends and having, you know, plans for your future, and Stephanie kind of, like you can't see her eyes, but you can see her kind of like go a little rigid, like not really a flinch, but 
a reaction. If Cassie is staring at Stephanie, she's been avoiding that eye contact. I'll just say that. You can feel it though. Their eyes on you. You know, just because someone's bad, it's something that you probably were also bad at at one point. Doesn't mean they don't have room to grow. They don't, and you don't have to go after them. You still choose to. But it feels good, doesn't it? Yeah. To it belittle does. someone. I'll say it. You can say it too. I'm a heartless bitch. And it feels good. Maybe that's why Caleb didn't like you anyways. It doesn't matter what Caleb thinks of me. And I don't care what you think of me either. And she's gonna push past the gang and walk away. Yeah. Um, Christ. Damn, that soulless uh, condition really do be. <laughs> oof. So, Stephanie, where do you, where do you go? What do you do? She's gonna go try to find Caesar because that's what she was trying to do. She wants to get out of this place. No one here likes her. Okay. Eden, Cassie, Starfire, what do you do? Uh, during that little conversation, uh, Starfire definitely noticed Cassie and Eden go that way, and there was an instinct to go with them. But she's not part of that group, and she knows that. And Starfire stays against the wall, turns, and like almost instinctively looks around to look for Lucian and then remembers that he's not there either. And for a while just stands there. And then doesn't see Lucian around. Sees Cassidy over there. Kind of picks a direction and looks to see where Lucian went. You remember seeing him sort of like go out onto the onto the back porch. Um and as you like start heading that way, you see that like you kind of like almost run into Cora, who like has is, like coming back from like the bar with like um, some like beers, and she goes, "Oh, uh, hey, sorry, excuse me, you good? Yeah, cool. You alright? Everything fine, right? I'm fine. What a party!" What? Hey, looks like uh, me and Stephanie could go to prom together now. And she laughs. It's, <laughs> as, that's a joke. I would never, oh, but I, I just I think no. it's funny that, that she made fun of me for not being able to go to prom, and she can't go to prom now, so. Yeah. That, that was a little... That is a little ironic. <laughs> I, might not, yeah. I, I might not make that joke to her. <laughs> No, that that's yeah. I wouldn't. I would never yeah, no, actually. No. I would probably die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Um, but it's pretty funny though. Just a little bit. I do feel a little bad, but I really don't want to feel bad. So. Yeah, I mean, that 
Whoa, with her best friend? Damn. Popular kids have it different. They do. They really do. Shit's going on with them. Speaking of, have you seen Lucian? Um, she like thinks for a second and like blinks and she's, um, yeah, I remember he was like going outside and I don't know. I mean, he looks like he was looking around for someone. I don't know who though, but. Oh, he was looking for Caesar. Caesar outside? Um, yeah, he like went off and followed Caleb after, you know, the whole cheating fiasco. Into the woods, specifically. All right. Yep. Cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get Lucian. Cool. Well, yeah, I'll see you around. Um, tell Lucian I said hi, I guess. I think I saw him a couple times, but we never. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Uh, take care. We'll I see guess. him on Sunday. Um, yeah. Mass. Um, Mass. Yep. I got it. Hey, good rest of your night. Yeah, you I'm too. Sorry. I leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you head out of the back door. You see that Alex Kennedy is like, he's not smoking anymore, because, uh, but he's just sort of like sitting out there vibing. Um, nods to you as you go by. Right. Starfire kind of gives him a confused, like, what the fuck? And then it keeps going. <laughs> He's just watching a parade of people coming and going. <laughs> what a guy, honestly. Okay. So, Camp upon, behavior. upon stepping outside, I'm just curious which piece I witness when I am there of past interaction. <laughs> I think that you probably you like step outside and get there in time to like see like from the porch you can kind of see a little bit over like the back fence and you see um you probably can't hear it but you see uh caesar and lucian talking and caesar standing in between him and luna and then lucian walking away still up like the hill towards the street and Luna and Caesar like sort of standing together and um uh then they like kind of follow him because the street is the same fucking direction um but like from a from a distance okay Starfire's gonna loosely go that direction too I guess but not before she does like quick scan of the woods do I notice that any of them look hurt yeah you can see that uh well Luna looks like she's been punched in the face. She's like holding, like she like got a snowball and is like holding it to her face. And you see that Caesar's sort of rubbing at his wrist. Yeah, I look towards the woods and do a quick scan. You don't see anything from here, but there's a lot of like disturbed snow and you can see like footprints and like a trail, like a lot of footprints going in and out of the woods. Okay. Starfire looks over at Lucian and Caesar and Luna. Looks back to the trail in the woods and goes towards the woods. You pull open the back gate and like follow this trail of footprints, like several, uh, looks like three different people like 
probably came in here, and so the snow is very churned. Not the still, crisp, perfect surface um, that it is everywhere else. And you follow it into the inside the tree line, and you see that up ahead is like a huge like amount of like disturbed snow. Like things like there was something like rolling around or being dragged. And you look around, and as you get closer, you see these big chunks of ice in the snow. And as you approach, like, this big, this, like, big pile of, like, ice chunks, you see there's something dark, like, nestled in between them. Sort of fire yells down and picks it up. A smooth black stone with a simple rune carved into it. Same, same as the other ones? Same as the other ones. Okay. Starfire takes it, puts it in a pocket, and as she's been walking up here, every time she sees a footprint or like some sort of disturbed snow or things, she's imagining what was there in her head. Like, a flash of someone falling backwards or something being dragged through the snow, like mapping out the fight or whatever happened in her head as she walks through. Is there anything else I notice? Like if I'm trying to figure out how many people were here or who even specifically was here? Yeah, um, roll, roll the gaze into the abyss. Okay. Uh, okay, that's a 10, but dark is minus one i think so okay nine well on a seven to nine the abyss shows you confusing and alarming visions but you get your answer nonetheless and as you look around trying to recreate this fight you see the signs of like you see like the trail coming from the forest of like a long dragging steps and you see the footprints in the snow pause. And you know, these, I mean, these wolf prints are not huge, not like the, like they're, they're like normal. This is like probably a normal sized wolf. Um, not like, I mean, not like Cassie, but, um, you do see, like, I mean, it's, it does seem, though, like there were two people out here and a wolf and an undead. And the wolf left and two people walked out of the forest. And Starfire just saw Lucian walking away. Otherwise, she would assume it might have been him. But Starfire quietly whispers to herself, I knew we should have brought the fucking radios amazing um i mean there's pieces here that you don't know how to connect and i think that's what is confusing and alarming here is that there is a there's a missing piece a missing wolf starfire pulls out her phone and then she thinks about texting cassie and she thinks about texting lucian but they're both busy they didn't seem to need her help so maybe she doesn't need theirs either. And she unravels the chain a little bit around her hand 
and wants to follow the footprints, but can I do so in the tree boughs so that I'm not leaving a trail? Yes. Okay. okay. She Absolutely. <laughs> I don't, I Tarzan a little bit, but is going to unravel the chain, kind of throw out her hand towards a nearby tree and the chain extends, wraps around the tree and she pulls herself up into the canopy using the fucking magical chain and traverses tree to tree and will at some point maybe text them just like you know text me if you need me i'm headed out that kind of thing to the chosen squad but is going to go well as you text the chosen squad in the forest you discover the reason why Lucian couldn't get a hold of Caesar earlier, which is, and the reason why you use radios out here is because there's no fucking cell service in the woods. And um, your text just sort of hovers with like the loading bar and doesn't get delivered. I think Starfire puts her phone away before she notices that. We will cut back to Lucian. Cool. (laughs) You go back to your car. Yeah. What do you do? Realizing he remembers earlier today that he didn't give people rides when he needed to give people rides. And he feels fucking guilty about that. But he's also in, in, you know, a large amount of distress. So he'll probably just send off a text to Chosen Squad. God. Yeah, I'll just send like, things are bad for me, need space, and then text that to them. And then um, here's a question, Catherine. How, mm-hmm. far, how far away is um, the, uh, the, the woods, but the specific, you know, the woods that I'm talking about, like the specific spot that I'm the, of the, um, the fight that went down? How far away are those woods? A while away. They're like a little, they're like up the mountain. Then, all right, well. I mean, you could get there, but you could get there. Wouldn't be safe to get there in your car. (sighs) Yeah, because I don't have fucking chains. You don't have me to put fucking chains on your car. Do not, (laughs) what the fuck are you doing? No. Also, you are intoxicated. (laughs) Yeah, oh God, I suppose that's correct. There are other ways you could get there. Other ways I could get there. You could run. Oh, well, okay. Lucian Astor is going to put his phone away after he sends that text. Lucian Astor is going to look at his fancy ass car. I think a part of him that was broken before doesn't manage to put itself back together. And I think, I think he probably goes dark self. I think, I think, I think that's, I think he's probably going <clears> to. <throat> so as he puts his phone away and he stares at his car, the stupid fucking license plate, stupid wing doors. And he sees just how much he has, but that he doesn't have shit. And I think he. It's sort of like he what like he cracks his neck 
as he cracks his neck, his spine gets longer. And then as his spine gets sort of longer and he rolls his shoulders back, shoulders start getting bigger. And then as his shoulders start to get bigger, he sort of starts like breathing heavy and grunting. And then he collapses. And as he collapses before his hands can hit the asphalt, he turns into something worse. Um, and standing uh, hackles up is um, a beautiful, smaller, but not, you know, still way bigger than a normal wolf. Um, sleek, white wolf with glowing blue eyes. And yeah, because as was pointed out, Caesar and Luna are right, right behind him. I think he 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 stops. He 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 turns to face uh, Caesar and Luna. He takes one step forward, and he fucking howls at both of them, just screams. For Luna, it's a threat. And for Caesar, it's honesty. And then after he just screamed, there's saliva dripping out of his mouth and it is disgusting and horrible and monstrous. And then he turns and he runs far, far away. I think he goes, yeah, he goes to the woods. The woods all the way away where he became what he was. Caesar. Fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> First of all. Oh my god. Okay. So I think there's a moment of horror, I think, when Lucian just like collapses and Caesar moves to take to go to him, but then he becomes a wolf and he remembers the first night that Lucian actually took off his shirt when they were hooking up and he remembers what he said and you know Lucian as a wolf takes a step forward and Caesar takes a step back and then he turns and runs and there's instinct to run after him. But he doesn't. He mutters to himself, he's such a fucking asshole. And he's going to turn to Luna. And I, I guess see her reaction probably looking for i don't know not surprise yeah not surprise but like luna is is almost like infuriatingly unafraid truly Truly and deeply, she does not care about Lucian Astor and is not afraid of him. And she just stands there 
and watches it. And as he howls, you can, it's like, she is a person, but you can like feel her hackles raising. And there's like just a very low, like growl deep in her throat. It's not fear. It's the desire to hunt. But she she follows him into the like with her eyes into the woods. And then she looks back at you and is a bit more human and says, um, do you want me to drive you home? No, I want to talk actually. Okay. Here right now? Um, in my car, out of the cold. Yeah, that makes sense. She just like nods, uh, climbs into the car. Yeah, he'll like turn it on and like turn the heat on. Like, okay, you don't need to bullshit me about the supernatural stuff, obviously. I just saw Lucian Astor turn into a fucking wolf. Okay. What the fuck is going on? With the zombie, with you and Aster, with you and Cassie too, honestly. When you mentioned Cassie, she like, she like, you know, scrunches up her nose, like kind of in like a snarl and takes a deep breath. Her face smooths down again. She says, I'm a werewolf. So is my mom. So is my older sibling. So is my younger sibling. Um, The mom I have left is human. And it's not easy for Riley now that she's gone. And so they get nervous and follow me places. Um, I don't know what the fuck is going on with the zombies. I I genuinely, I don't. Um, They showed up at the start of winter and they haven't left. And um, sometimes when they get close to town, we take them down. They're fucked up and weird. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for, I guess, that honesty. You and Lucian. And you and Cassie. I'm gonna fucking kill them. Lucian just because he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Did they, did they do something to you or your family? My mom is dead because of her. Okay. Okay. What are you going to do about it? I'm gonna wait until they're stupid enough to come and get me. 
Well, I guess I won't stop you. <sighs> My mom is dead. It's kind of cringe to say, but um, that does make me the alpha. Nobody can fucking stop me. Okay. I respect that, actually. I'm good, actually. Do you want me to drive you home? Are you good here? Um, honestly, um, I'm okay. I should go home because Riley's probably freaked out. I should go home. Um, should we get Alex? Yeah, I guess and so. Cora? Wait, no, Cora, Cora well, didn't ride with us. Yeah, maybe Cora can take Alex home. I will call Cora and see if she can take Alex home. Um, you call Cora and you hear, she like picks up after like the second ring and you hear like the sound of like the party in the background and Cora's like, hey, what's up? Oh God. <laughs> Is she drunk? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Fuck. <laughs> uh yeah, she's so really like, hey Cora, you know what? I was just checking in. Are you having a good time? Yeah, I'm having a great time. Um, are you good? Because like so many people are looking for you, man. I, you know, I had to step out for a minute. I was not feeling well, but I'm good now. Okay. I will talk to those people later. You know what? Goodbye. Bye. Okay, bye. Yeah, he's not getting Cora to drive Alex home. <laughs> She's drunk. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, I, he'll send a text, though. Text me if you need a ride home. Okay. Um, Alex just sends, it like, a thumbs up back. Um, and he says, like, I'm good for a while if you're leaving. I can get a ride off of somebody else great caesar will send like a thumbs up and then he will turn to luna and be like all right we this party fucking blows yeah let's get out of here yeah i have a question Mm -hmm. because stephanie after leaving the game was gonna try to find caesar Mm -hmm. when how much time has passed i think as you were looking you were looking around for caesar probably after starfire left so or around that time so you started looking around like the rest of the house couldn't find him because um, she would stephanie would send caesar a text okay yeah it would probably you would caesar you would get the text like right about now you're like you're back in like and you have service and you see that you've gotten like two missed calls that pop up on your phone um stephanie would text caesar Hey, Bestie, where are you at? I think I need a ride home. Mm, fuck. Okay. Yeah, there's a big part of him that wants to ignore that. But, um, yeah, he will turn around and be like, okay, you probably hate Stephanie Chaplin, right? Oh, yeah, fuck her. Okay, I have to give her a ride home. Okay. you know what i'll that's fine you... i mean i that's fine okay um 
yeah, unlike uh, some people, I can't control myself, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh so, God, wait, did we all hear the wolf? Sorry, I just- Oh fuck, <laughs> that's true. Did everyone in the party hear a giant like wolf howl? Yeah. There's like a moment that like cut through the music and you all heard like a wolf howl outside and everyone just sort of paused and you could hear some people like, like the music is still playing. You hear some people like after the moment of silence just go, that's weird. I literally have been right in the middle of that. Yeah, the, the reaction was that's weird. Uh, you know, it was just a normal party. The most blood curdling fucking wolf howl like, you've listen, ever heard, like right outside of the it's door. It's like right outside. <laughs> it's like been long enough into the party though that like everyone here is like real is getting drunk, and so it's a bunch of like drunk high teenagers, and they hear a wolf howl, and they all like so there's like you know some people who look like freaked out and there's like you know just like a bunch of guys were like okay oh that's God. weird didn't think wolves came <laughs> yeah. down this way but must be like the winner cassie you have never heard that howl before but you know who it is i wanted to say that um once stephanie pulls away from ian in the game um it's like maybe like a few seconds of hesitation before like Cassie leans down, whispers in Ian's ear, I'll be right back, okay? And she like pulls away and he does not go up to Stephanie, but he watches her from a distance start like peeking around the house. And I, once Stephanie like slows to a stop and it's like on her phone, he, they like take a step towards her and they're like behind her and their hand like reaches out to like tap her shoulder but i think it's then when cassie hears the wolf howl and she freezes and just like a look of fear spreads across her face and she takes a step away from stephanie and she bolts to the front door you head outside you get out to the street like with just enough time to see a white wolf bounding into the woods. Cassie looks back towards the party, looks towards where the wolf disappears. Fuck. And she takes off running towards the woods. Caesar, you text Stephanie. Do you text Stephanie back? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I will text her and be like, hey bestie, yeah, of course. It'll give you a ride home. She'll just be like, okay, where are you? Oh yeah, I'm already outside with my <laughs> car. Okay, so Stephanie just like just closes her phone, goes, grabs her bag, grabs her coat by the door, just throws it on and is just like leaving this party as she just needs to get out of here. She's gonna, I'm assuming she knows what Caesar's car looks like, is, is gonna find the car and just open the back, you know, open the back door, climb in and just be like, hey. Hey. Oh, hi, Luna. Hey. Sorry hi. about your boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. Yeah, he's a fucking 
Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. So, of course, yeah. Cool. Luna grabs the aux cord. She like puts on some music, and it's like it's like <laughs> she puts on MCR. And yeah, you. I'm assuming the the three of you drive, or it's Caesar. You drive away. Mm-hmm. Stephanie just looks out the window. Are you having Caesar drop you off at your house? Yes. Okay. You pull up to Stephanie's house, like probably first. I imagine you drop her off first before Luna. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. He will like. I guess if she's like getting out of the car, um, he'll be like, "Hey, yeah, uh, you know, text me, call me if you need anything." I know today was really rough for you. Thanks. Hey, I have a really stupid question, but um, do you have a date to prom? No, not currently. Okay. Do you want to like just like go as friends? I mean, like not as. I just. How am I expected to be like prom queen without a date? Um, and you would totally, you're running, right? You would be, oh my God, we would be such a cute prom court, right? Do yeah. you want to? Cute fake couple. Well, like, I don't think people would think that we're dating. We no. don't have to be dating. No. Oh God. I think Stephanie gets a look in her eye. Hey, actually, okay, backup. Uh, data's backup in case I'm not able to get anyone. Question, second question, follow up. What do you think is like the the socially acceptable time um, between for um, starting to date someone else after your uh, ex boyfriend like cheated on your best friend and you like had a massive breakup? Like when, like how soon do you think it's like socially acceptable for me to like start being in like public with someone? Oh uh, yeah. Oh, it's it's just it's rough. You know, you have to probably wait a couple of weeks. Otherwise, you know, you you, you would look bad. It's, it looks like you oh. have you look like you have someone like lined up already. That's not a good look. <sighs> Fuck. Okay, so we're gonna go. You think that's like a thing? Like, like people actually like that? People would actually judge me for that. I wouldn't. Thank you, Luna. I like you. Um. Okay, Luna has my support. Okay, so like maybe next like Friday, like one week. Do you think that's enough time? Sure. Do you have a date? Yeah. Well, Do you have a date? No, I don't. But. <laughs> There's people who don't have dates yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Thank you, Caesar. Um, of course, yeah. We'll we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll message. We'll uh, we'll just just in case, just in case, because you're, you're not. Do you are you trying to find a date? Oh my god. Do I need to set you up with someone? Okay, this no, is, now's you, not the time. Yeah, now's not the time. Uh, yeah, I have to get Luna home. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah. Also, I mean, he doesn't seem like your type, but like, also, don't ask Alex. (laughs) Why would I? (laughs) I wouldn't even think of him. Okay. Cool. Good to know. I, I have something special planned. So, are you? Wait. Are you and Alex gonna go out together? Um. (laughs) Don't ask me how or why I did this, but I have a joint that says prom question mark on it um, oh that's so that's so cute for you <laughs> she just sort of is like okay yeah um thanks um cool well good luck stephanie i hope it hope it works out fuck caleb like that Thank was a you. dick move that was like seriously a dick move yeah I didn't even think Sylvia. Okay, oh, doesn't doesn't fucking matter right now. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna see you guys at school on Monday. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Text me. And Stephanie heads inside. Stephanie, you head inside the house quietly. Is- I want to yeah. <laughs> quietly get inside. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the party started at like nine, so it's getting close to midnight. It's like late. 11 ish so most of the house is quiet you like head up to your room quietly so the light is on underneath your dad's office door walk right past that do not want to talk to him right now oh my god yeah you go back to your room i close the door i think i lock it and i go and run and i flop down on my bed and I grab a pillow and I fucking scream into the pillow. She could start to feel things right now, but she doesn't want to let herself. She can't, she, if that floodgate opens, it's not going to stop. And so she, she pulls up her computer and is going to search for spells online for how to basically she wants uh, what i'm setting up is i'm i'm hoping to set up a way that i can take watching okay yeah but i can roll to gaze into the abyss if if i need to um I'll I'll say since this is setting up a move to take later on, you definitely find some information. Um, you find like information about spells that you're looking for and and ways to get information on people and to look through their eyes and see what they're seeing. And also, you know, because you know you have like because like, you know, location services and Google and the fucked up um, surveillance state that we live in, uh, you do get also like in some of like the top search results is the website for a local like magic shop that um, offers like, that like sells like spell books and shit. Um, The Illumination Emporium. Mm. yeah fuck it she's gonna write down the address cool she's in her darkest self she wants things to make her more powerful right now 
Meanwhile, Caesar, you drive Luna back to her house. You see that the lights are on and the but the curtains are drawn. And she like sits in the car for a moment before getting out and she says, thank you for driving me home. Um, sorry that you had to see what you did and I, um, that happened. Yeah, no, uh, oh, thank you for saving me. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really do anything, but, uh. Oh, yeah, thanks. Thank Riley, I guess. I will pass along the gratitude, but yeah, um, have a good night, be safe, and um, if this experience has taught you anything, please don't go into the fucking woods alone. I wasn't alone, but um, he left, so. Well, I'm not going to ask about that. Okay, have a good night. Oh, yeah, we don't need to talk about that. I'm, for what it's worth, I'm sorry about your mom. Yeah, me too. She gets out of the car, heads inside. Yeah. He will. Yeah. Yeah, he he doesn't have anywhere else to go. He goes home. But I think he sits in the driveway for a while and just kind of like puts his head on the steering wheel and doesn't break down like in the woods, but just like breathes. And he gets his phone and he he knows it's pointless right now because he is currently a wolf who has run off into the woods, but he texts Lucian and says, if you want to talk when you've calmed down, I'm here. And then he goes inside back at the party. Eden and Sylvia are the only PCs left here. Um, I mean, the party is still going. Uh, Not a lot of people have left. Like it is getting closer to midnight, uh, but so they're, so it's getting into like that, that like stage of the party where like everybody is like pretty drunk and pretty out of it. And so, you know, a lot of teenagers just sort of like laying on couches and uh, chairs and not really dancing anymore or anything. What are the two of you doing? I think Eden is only at like the beginning stages of tipsy. Cause he didn't, he didn't like really drink at the start of the party and only just started when, when he got the drink with Cassie. And so, um, I think he, um, I think he just downs the rest of his drink and goes to find Sylvia. What's Sylvia up to? Um, You sort of saw that, like, Eden and their friends kind of, like, had a little mini confrontation with Stephanie, and then Stephanie went off, and so did Cassie and also Starfire. What have you been up to since then? Uh, 
Sylvia was gonna like go and kick Starfire and Cassie out um but then they kind of just left on their own so (laughs) she's just like okay cool um she's definitely had some more shots definitely more on the like drunker side of tipsy I think it's just gonna like honestly it's probably gonna go and find Eden because they weren't thinking about Eden, but then Lucian mentioned Eden when they were talking about like the friends. And so now Sylvia's like, oh, Eden's involved. Cool. Well, you're looking for each other. So you find each other very quickly. Eden, oh. do you still have your friends with you? I think I think Eden wouldn't would have left them to their devices. Okay. Chris and Eli are like making out in a corner. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully Amber comes back down. She has not made a reappearance. Um but yeah. Eden walks up to Sylvia. Or they kind of like bump into each other. Just like, oh. Hey. Yeah. Um crazy night. You're friends with Lucian? I mean, I guess, like, you're dating Cassie, and Cassie's friends with Lucian and Starfire, so... Friends in what way? I mean, Lucian dated Cassie before I did, and, like... I mean, we don't talk, so... like we I think Lucian thinks you guys are friends and like I guess kind of sad he's got a little one-sided friendship with you it's funny oh I have this room upstairs that the hinges were taken off of the door so oh my god that's crazy yeah Yeah, right what the fuck Um, who would do that in house I know right like Obviously. It's a locked door. Why would you want to go in? Oh. It's locked for a reason. Did I say it was locked? I mean, why else would someone take the hinges off a door? That's a good question. How'd you know it was the locked door? Would I mean, it be I've. Easier to take the hinges off of a door that wasn't locked? I mean, I've been in your house before. I've noticed a door with the hinges facing outwards with locks on it. <laughs> you know, I, I I, use some of those rooms to make out, you know? Not like the locked one, but like the guest rooms? Yeah. It's just... I walk past. I don't go in. Interesting. Yeah, because I was like talking to Lucian about it and because, I mean... He pretty much admitted that he did it. Um, and then he was like, why would someone do that alone? His bullshit excuse was he just needed to be alone for a bit. And like, yeah, sure. Um, and then he was like, I was like, I want you and your friends out of here. Cause like invasion of privacy. But then he mentioned you. So, 
literally, I, I wouldn't even know why he mentioned me. Uh, I was hanging out with Eli and Justin, you know, my friends from Compsite Club. Interesting. So, I did want to mention to you, for the record, uh, I'm sorry about Stephanie. It must suck losing a friend that you've had for a long time. Yeah. I know you guys were close. I guess. I mean, I guess I'm kind of used to it. You don't really need a lot of people. I mean, I can have your back if you want it. Why would I want it? I don't know. Maybe have a healthy friendship for once. Hmm. One that you don't need to make people jealous for. But I have to make jealous. It's not hard to figure out why Caleb cheated on Stephanie with you. I think that's more of a Caleb thing. We'll see. Eden kind of just walks back to his friends. Sylvia's going to follow over and go, clearly you missed something. Um, but I would you like, like you to leave. I want Lucian and his friends gone. Cool. Yeah. I think Eden just says, just does a peace sign to, I guess, Justin now. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Eli and Chris are just are off snogging each other. <laughs> yep. So just, just leaves. Uh, Sylvia, do you, I mean, do you kick anyone else out? It does seem that like the party is now like starting to wind down. Well, Sylvia is gonna go back upstairs, check her room, make sure no one's in there lock that door and then it's gonna go back to the altar room we go inside lock the door behind her and it's gonna put regina down and then they're gonna go into their true form and just like coil up on the ground 
because their true form is a six foot two snake. And do you just stay there? Yeah. We're just gonna stay there for a while. So, uh, Lucian and Cassie. Lucian, you've run into the woods. Yep. Sprinting for that clearing up the mountain with the rocky outcropping. You haven't done this before. Well, only once. And you can feel the wind through your fur and the snow under your paws and the moon shining on you. And it is beautiful and exhilarating. And it's more than just power, it's freedom. I think when he gets to the clearing, he's gonna go, I think as he like runs up, he's replaying it in his head of the first, when he decided to stray farther away from the group and then the first zombie attacking him and then him getting dropped by that zombie and then more of them and in his head I think he sees the bear and he stands where he did when he looked at it up on the hill and then I think he just collapses there again sort of turns on his sits down turns his like snout up to the sky and sees the same sky that he saw when he first got bit I think he misses Cassie I think he just sits there thinks about what it felt like there's a twinge in his shoulder and he remembers it and was feeling every second of it. I think if Cassie's uh, running after him, he can probably, like, he knows. I think he just sits there and he waits. Did Cassie try to run after him in human form or did they turn i think once cassie gets further into the forest uh she will turn so that she can follow him easier what does cassie's wolf form look like as cassie <laughs> as cassie is running she's like having to hop over trees and trunks and bushes and her desperation to catch up to Lucian grows and so she just like she snorts and then it's like a snap and then she's running but now she's running on all fours and it's this big hulking um red wolf with burning golden eyes 
and like the fur, the pelt is like um, grays blending into soft browns and reds with a white muzzle and she's just running. Can I ask for the sake of just my own, it, can you as a werewolf turn into a wolf without being your darkest self? I'm gonna say yes. Okay. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it's certainly a different type of shifting when you're not going into your darkest self, but yeah. Um, Do I see her? Starfire, you're probably, like you're following the tracks of the other wolf already. So you probably maybe you you might like catch a glimpse of like cassie running but in the opposite direction away from you see i don't know if i want to insert myself into this scene (laughs) (laughs) okay but she's far enough away that if i yelled she probably wouldn't hear right she could hear she could cassie's a wolf he can hear everything dia is it okay if i yell out to you or do you want to do Thing. <sighs> Shit. Mm. Do your thing. Do your thing. If that's a hesitate, you should do your thing. Yeah. No. Okay. I'll keep going. Yeah. You follow the trail of the white wolf through the trees, and as you get closer and the scent gets stronger you recognize this place you step into the clearing you kind of almost can't see him at first his fur blends in with the snow curled up staring at the sky you remember this place I think um her will form bleeds away as she steps into the clearing and she's just her eyes are locked on Lucian and the scene around them I think when he feels that he's there I think he just sighs and curls in farther on himself almost like burrowing into the snow a little bit, knowing that he's semi-invisible. Cassie hesitates a little, but she gets a little braver and she approaches him and like sinks down on her knees into the snow behind him and just places a hand on his fur runs her hand like against the grain of his pelt so that he can feel her hand Lucian he has his head down I think he if anything probably when um, you touch him he immediately like starts up and backs away and like makes distressed wolf noises. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. Um is Lucian looking at him now? 
There's a look in Cassie's eyes that was at the party earlier in the dark room. Um, and but this time it's like, it's not like a specific emotion. It's like zeroing in on something in a really dark space that's like the only white light in front of you and she's just watching him and he he's still kneeling and so he just puts his hands on his knees what what happened he just shakes his head is there is there anything i can do I, Catherine, this is a GM question. Hmm? Can I just drop wolf? Is that you okay? Cannot. You are in your darkest self. To escape your darkest self, you wound someone you really care about or the sun rises, whichever happens first. And it's like barely midnight, so the sun ain't gonna come up for a while, right? Nope. Okay, well... I think if you look at Lucian, you probably see that he hates what he is and he really, he's probably like pawing the ground and like, you get the sense that he really wishes he could just like reach out and hold you, but he doesn't want to go anywhere near you when he's like this. And he, I think just looks at Cassie and can't say anything because he can't talk and yeah I think he just keeps pawing the ground whimpering like he wants to say something but he can't form words because he doesn't have a mouth to form words with have I have I ever told you what you make me feel, Lucian? You, when I turned you, I, something broke, but not because of you. I, every day I wish I hadn't been in those woods that I hadn't, that I'd fought just a little harder because then this, you wouldn't be hurting. And I can't change what happened and I don't hate you. I couldn't hate you. There's not a, there's not a bone in my body hurricane that could ever hate you. I'm just scared. I was scared. Because this, because you know, and you learned that night when I bit you and I don't know how to, I don't know how 
to do this or do anything or how to fix this or how to help you, but I can be here. That's the only thing I can do. You're beautiful, Lucian. I think Lucian looks up at Cassie and I think he just, I think he howls again. And it's the same howl that he gave to Caesar. And it's mean and small. And if you could, if he could speak, you get the sense that he'd be saying something along the lines of, this is what I am. You didn't do this to me. I did. And it's awful. And then I think he, after he gets pretty close and like howls at her, he turns around and he starts running away again. I think because as he's running away and he broke something, I think as he's getting, at once he's like, once Cassie probably can't follow him anymore, as he's like running as a wolf, his steps become human again. And then I think he sits against a tree and just starts sobbing. And he takes off his knives and he looks at them and he holds them and he puts them back on and he starts walking home what do you do Cassie as Lucian leaves you there in that clearing something and Cassie hardens and they clench their fists and they start spacing out again but he can't lose himself in the usual disassociation that he sinks into when he is reminded of what he is. So instead he stands and can I gaze into the abyss to sniff out the scent of Luna Hanlon? Of course! And yes! Kathy is fast in moonlight right now. Oh, you know they are. So with the help of the Hell of the Moon move, she has dark three. I rolled a one and a six, so that's a seven plus three. That's a ten. Yeah! You're, are you still human? I think my Cassie will probably start to sink back into, into wolf form again. Yeah. You sink back into your wolf form and you start to prowl the woods 
and you catch her scent on the wind. You know exactly where to go. Cassie goes. You're going to end very soon. Not just yet. Because Starfire is swinging through the trees. Yes, Quinn. I do want a small note before we end. Mm -hmm. Um, I think as Eden is walking home alone, I think he first texts Cassie and just says like this is like this is like 10 minutes after he leaves pretty much um just texts her hope you get home safe (laughs) text me when you do if you need a place to stay over then the heart at the end of the message and then is going to text Caesar and completely different energy just sends like the little uh the the straight face emoji like and uh and just says if you if you if you need somebody to talk we need to talk about what happened tonight we can meet up tomorrow or something and yeah, just makes his way home alone. I think there's a part of you that does remember the last thing Cassie said before they left was I'll be right back. Starfire, you are climbing through the trees. Can I do a very, very small, very- Oh, absolutely. So Starfire sees Cassie in the distance and so much of her stops and wants to yell and wants to follow and wants to go with her but more of her hesitates and she stops and watches because she knows Lucian and Cassie are close closer than they've ever been to her and she knows Cassie has Eden and apparently Lucian has Caesar and everyone has other people And every time she pretends she's like them, that that is something she can be too, she's wrong. Because she's a weapon. And every time she forgets that, the people around her get hurt. So she goes the other way. You follow the tracks. And you keep moving through this eerie winter midnight gloom and you notice when the tracks turn into footprints footprints that lead up to the backyard of a small suburban home and you can see the panel of light splashed on the snow and you can see through the window the back windows don't have the curtains drawn you look out into the woods and you watch as riley hanlon this very small short um southeast asian with like dark brown skin and short black straight hair 
and a basketball jersey over a hoodie, is inside and you see Luna coming in the house and wrapping them in a hug that is so tight and so warm and you can fe- you can see through the window that she is like, sort of like, um, not yelling at him, but like clearly like warning him and like, what the fuck were you doing out here? But it's, it's in a, that older sibling, like I care about you and you could have been hurt. And you see that their mom behind them watching and looking, you see that like the lines on her face, like smooth um, as she sees her two kids home safe. You can't remember the last time your sister hugged you like that. And that's where we're going to end our session today. (laughs) What's happening? What what do we do? (laughs) This episode featured Catherine Rarit as the Master of Ceremonies, Percival Walter as Lucian Astor, Quinn Borzin as Eden Grace, Arcadia Reeves as Cassie Rodriguez, Casey Fleming as Starfire Miller, Karina Revilla as Cesar Rodriguez-Reyes, Victoria Nielsen as Sylvia Strisciante, and Saffron Heftigaub as Stephanie Chaplin. The Valkyrie Cycle is co-directed by Catherine Rarit and Saffron Heftigaub and produced by Casey Fleming. This season's editing team includes Catherine Rarit, Karina Revilla, Casey Fleming, Zola Heftigaub, and Saffron Heftigaub. Music for The Valkyrie Cycle was composed by Haley Adams and Quinn Borzin. Art was created by Arcadia Reeves. And our social media team is run by Fabiola Liano. Additional sound effects are sourced from freesound.org and zapsplat.com under the Creative Commons Attribution License. For a full list of credits, please visit our website at midnightceremoniesmedia.com. Again, that's midnightceremoniesmedia.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to leave us a review and tell your friends, as word of mouth is one of the best ways to support the show. We appreciate all your support, and thank you so much for listening.